0: but I have read a version of the original novel in high school. So I think it's the, like, I'm saying it's a re- repress- yeah, like I- the Catholic Frankenstein. <laughs> the one. Catholic Frankenstein. No, no, no. march to his castle to I teach went him to- about the word of God. Hey, Roaches. I'm Todd Tondera, and welcome to my audio thrifting diary. I scour secondhand stores searching for interesting artifacts, useful unusuals, trendy trinkets cool collectibles and good garbage each week for the show i take a guest secondhand shopping after we gather a thrift haul we record an episode based on our findings i'm sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten it's time to get thrifty hey who said you could come in here Welcome to another edition of Thrifty Podcast. We have the MDK squad here, the Murder, Death, Kiss squad. I'm Toddy, your host, with the best co-host ever sitting to my right, Josh Last Call Larkin. Welcome back to the show, Josh.
1: I was waiting for you to get to the letter that would actually apply to you and I. Mm -hmm. Never murdered anybody. Death is at least a day away. At least 24
0: straight hours away.
1: But kiss, absolutely.
0: I'm ready to go anytime I want to go. If I go, I'm not saying I want to go, but I'm ready to go. I'm ready
1: a, to go. I would like a two week notice. Mm-hmm. Like, if just like
0: heads up, you know, like you if- would like a letter of resignation.
1: I would like to know how I would die. Yeah, like I'm okay with it not being a surprise. Like if somebody would, you know, if you could have your that body promise. gives
0: you a two week notice, like, hey, this is this is the type of cancer you have. Yeah, two
1: week notice, or yeah, or if it was, I was hoping it would be something better than that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> in two weeks you're out. If it's my fantasy death, if I get to pick it, I
0: don't want it to be that. I'd rather just be, you know, quick fantasy and, death. Oh, that's an episode. We'll save that for Halloween. That's a whole bracket. That's a whole bracket. But we are actually in pretty okay spirits, but we, I guess we're just going to talk about death anyway. Pretty good spirits. I'm, I'm sorry, I, when you talk about it. Yeah, I, I think it's like not quite likely that both of us at the same time are in good spirits, but I feel like we had a good day thrifting out there today.
1: It was a really good haul. We, uh, we hiked up Gander Mountain. Mm-hmm. And we went to the little pop up shop of a Goodwill.
0: Yeah, we never—I don't believe we ever thrifted there before together.
1: No, that was my first time there. It, it's a little overwhelming, mm-hmm. like, and it's weird because some of it is still <laughs> sectioned off, and people have asked us before, "What's the weirdest thing we've ever seen while thrifting?" And yeah, I think well, I, I saw it today. Oh yeah, and it was logs. Oh, logs! They have yeah. logs laying on the floor like stripped wooden logs like right
0: there lot 10 bucks
1: 10 bucks each for a log and they're like a 12 to 15 i mean that's a good price it's a for tree. a log it's a tree if you're in the market for a log i know a we got gotcha. you
0: yeah we went to a goodwill outlet today and just like the halloween stores that creep up and go into like abandoned storefronts this goodwill outlet popped up in a former gander mountain location so inside of it still had some gander mountain stuff including logs 10 bucks a log 10 bucks a log and they had like still like the
1: little like side sections of whatever i've never been in an actual gander mountain i know what it is but like i saw the general layout because they had little like quadrants still with walls up where you're like Mm-hmm. You know, that must be like, you know, the gun section. You know, the the gun section was over
0: there. Um, so that Gander Mountain facility that is now a Goodwill outlet. I used to live um, almost walking distance from it. When I lived there, it was a Levin Furniture, same storefront. Levin Furniture, Gander Mountain Goodwill outlet. And it all comes full circle because two of these tables in this very room were from that Levin Furniture. The two tables, that table to my left, which holds my TV, and my end table were bought in that same building.
1: It's all come full circle because most of the rest of the furniture is either Goodwill or secondhand, so it's all come from the same source. It's
0: the only, yeah, it's the only two, actually it's the only two pieces of furniture that I own, that I own aside from my bed, that are, that I bought firsthand. The only two pieces not including my bed, so that's pretty cool. Um, but we had a fun day thrifting out there. And before we get to our thrift hall, uh, a piece of couple pieces of business. I want to give a quick shout out to Ghoul on Ghoul podcast for inviting Thrifty Podcast to be a part of their first birthday party. Um, we had a party in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, at uh, Spirit, which is a, a pretty cool venue. Um, six participating podcasts one of them was thrifty we had neon brainiacs who've been on the show before um uh, start the beat with sykes uh brian howell's been on the show before so i got to see a lot of uh a lot of our friends mutual friends of ours and uh there was a ghost I believe you heard about that was a part of their live show too.
1: Yeah, and there was a dating game involving the ghost and some of our other podcast friends and yourself included. Mm-hmm. And I heard that you might have won the dating game I as won well.
0: the dating game. So Herky was a ghost and is a ghost. And the problem with Herky is he haunts spirit. He haunts the venue um, that this uh, took place at in Ghoul on Ghoul had a, a little interview with Herky the Ghost, and Herky was uh, he was a little bit lonely. So uh, a lot of Pittsburgh podcasts, including myself, we played a little dating game, and at the end, Herky chose their mate. Herky chose Thrifty Podcast, so it's a W all around. This W not only stands for welcome, but it also stands for win. So Thrifty Podcast, got a shout-out, Josh. A win and a welcome win. Both. At that double Ws. Um, also coming up, uh, May the seventeenth, also in Pittsburgh, PA. Josh and myself will be hosting Thrifty Podcast Live at the Black Cat Market. And what we're going to be doing for that is uh, we're actually inviting people to bring their favorite thrift uh, finds, their favorite thrift hauls, their favorite thrift objects something that they're sentimentally attached to so we're going to have a cast of characters possibly strangers on the podcast for the 17th how are you feeling about it
1: i feel really good about this and if you'd like to be on it you know if you'd like to show off your favorite thrifted item hit us up if you know in advance that you're going to be there we have some folks that have have (laughs) let us know that they want to share it's a it's a nice show and tell with the community of favorite trash that we've collected along the way that so was your favorite trash to.
0: bring it in bring it into us we'll take a look at it and there's currently a couple more spots still open so if you're uh in the pittsburgh area may 17th at the black cat market if you go on facebook and just type thrifty podcast obviously we'll pop up but you'll see the facebook invite click going Hit one of us up, and so we know that you would like to reserve a spot to show off your thrifted object. We have about three, four people um, that are scheduled to be there, but we're booking as many as possible just in case if there's any last minutes I can't make it and stuff like that. So you still have time to register, but May 17th, I'm excited for it.
1: Yeah, and even if you don't want to show off any items, come hang out. There'll be cats, there'll be snacks, there'll be good times, there'll be fun finds,
0: Black Cat Market, you could not only pet a cat there, but you can adopt the cat. So if you want to see a podcast, be on a podcast, like Josh said, anything you'd like to do. Or if you just want a cup of coffee, I'll see you on the 17th.
1: Yeah, you want to get a cat and hang out and listen to us while you're getting your cat, you're more than welcome to do that.
0: Yeah, so you're welcome to be there. On to our thrift haul for the day, Josh. And um, in recent weeks, we have gotten a lot of stuff uh, from the 80s, and that's what I'm going to be starting off with today. Um, This haul was actually a part of, uh, I went out earlier this week on my lonesome, because sometimes I thrift by myself, and by sometimes I mean pretty much what I do for money. A lot. (laughs) A lot. Um, So the first thing that we're going to be looking at is this giant white box to my left, Josh. And inside of it is two, not one, but two Nintendo Entertainment Systems, the NES, from 1985. And I was about to spill the beans before the show. I tried to hand it to you. You said, wait for the show. So I'll hand over... These Nintendos to you now, and you could take a look at it. Varying conditions, and there's some stickers on the one.
1: Oh, I'm excited to see the stickers, especially if they're from 1985. Oh,
0: they're from at least the early 90s. I'm so hoping here's at the...
1: least one is a scratch and sniff.
0: hmm So what are those stickers on the front of oh, that Nintendo? Oh wow!
1: Immediately recognizable, Darkwing Duck. hmm Which is something I would have placed on my own Nintendo back in the day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's also uh, Kermit the Frog, but not any Kermit the Frog. He's in a wreath from Muppet's Christmas Carol.
0: So that at least dates it to the mid-90s that was put on there.
1: And then there is just a, a, an out-of-place orange teddy bear holding a star.
0: That's one of the stickers.
1: Uh, I think that's the only three that on I can that see. One. Uh, oh, there's more on the other.
0: Well, there's no stickers on this, but this one comes with a game inside of it. Um, so let's get this... And then, obviously, uh, with the original Nintendo system, we have the NES Zapper, which is a light gun accessory. So you plug that in, and this is what uh, folks uh, use for duck hunt and stuff like that. So as I pull this out and hand this over to you, we just have a mess of wires on Thrifty this week. Still my favorite gun of all time. Yeah, so we have the original charger in here as well. But uh, the Nintendo Entertainment System, uh, the NES, it was originally released in Japan in 1983. And through test markets in New York and Los Angeles, uh, we saw it first in 1985. And these two boys, these two bad boys, are the original, original Nintendos from that. These both are from 1985, so these aren't any, like, later. These aren't from 86, 87, anything like that. These are
1: original-run,
0: first-year Nintendos. First-year Nintendos. And um, the wide release came uh, later in 1986. So the wide release in the U.S. was uh, 1986 as well as Europe. And it was the best-selling game console of its time. With the NES, Nintendo introduced a now-standard business model of of licensing third-party developers, authorizing them to produce and distribute titles for Nintendo's platform. So it was very revolutionary because for the first time ever, other people were making games and they had the ability to release them on a video game system such as the original Nintendo.
1: I had to uh, to check to see which both of these, because you have the channel select on the back. Yes. And I'm still a staunch believer you can tell a lot. If you get a Nintendo from somebody and it switched to channel 4, Like Mm -hmm. that's not a normal household. Like, 3 is the default Nintendo setting.
0: Yeah, the weirdos had channel (laughs) 4. Yeah,
1: something's going on in your house if you had your channel switched to channel 4.
0: I will say we were a prime example of a channel 3 household. We were channel 3. Yeah, you had to be on channel 3. And so with these original Nintendos, I had one growing up. I obviously played it. It was my first system as you blow into Blades of Steel because Blades of Steel was in that one when I bought it. Amazing game. Mm Mm-hmm. And we had, my family had a giant wooden block, a giant wooden just huge, uh, it almost worked as a table, but it was also a television so we had just had a giant wooden block with a tube TV in it, and that's what I hooked up to my original Nintendo system back then. Um, some favorites back then, I did, you know, uh, Super Mario. I had Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt was really cool because with the tube I had, it kind of uh, it almost made it look 3D in a way. Was that it, on,
1: like, the 24?
0: Yeah. Yeah, you got it. And so uh, shooting birds out of the sky for that happy little dog to come and pick up was some of my earliest video game memories, but Channel 3 household. How was your household?
1: It was very, very similar. Uh, our main Nintendo setup was in the living room of my Nana's house. like Because I grew up, when we moved in Michigan, it was my brother's bedroom. But then when we moved, when I primarily got my own gaming on, mm. uh, was like the early 90s, right before the Super Nintendo came out, is when I got like... To get my own game on with my Nintendo and not play with my brothers. And that was the old bubble console.
0: Oh, same thing. And
1: I know exactly what you're talking about. But uh, when we were in Michigan, it was on the floor in my brother's room. Yeah, this You'd is just, a floor TV yeah, too. Yeah, you would sit around and criss-cross, like crisscross applesauce. It was the most basic little like bachelor kid setup. It was just the TV on the floor, the Nintendo next to it, and the controllers everywhere.
0: So you had the Nintendo and you said you had a separate game system from your brothers. Did your brothers have their own Nintendos? or
1: No, it was just by that time my brothers had kind of moved on mm. from video games. My mm-hmm. brothers really didn't stick with video games, Boo. but it was something I've done my entire
0: life. And They I, were growing up. Yeah, and I was just like, I like this better than people mm-hmm. still do. And uh, the original Nintendo had 17 launch titles. So when it came out, uh, larger. Largely across the U.S. and Europe in 1986, uh, there were 17 titles. Some favorites: Super Mario, Duck Hunt, Excite Bike, Pinball, Baseball, Ice Climber. Um, so there was a lot of cool games. And for those unfamiliar with the original Nintendo, it had a, a pretty basic uh, rectangular controller, uh, two simple buttons, two A and Bs, directional arrows, and Start and Select. Yep. So that's everything. Was just on that. And if you couldn't do it with an A, B pattern, it just didn't get released on the system. It was
1: like a jump and an attack. And if you didn't jump, it was like a punch and a kick in that game. Or if
0: if it was like baseball, like one is to swing and like one is to move
1: around. There were games where both A and B would do the same thing and you were like, these guys are just fucking around. That's a great You had a whole other button and you didn't even take it into consideration when you made this.
0: But all games were two player maximum because it had two slots in the front. And in 1988, uh, NES's popularity grew so quickly that the market was larger uh, than any previous at-home computer softwares, and in fact, it turned around what they call the video game crash of the early uh, of the early 80s, because everything crashed in the 80s because they thought that video games were a passing trend. Um, So retailers and parents just thought video games were a passing fad. Uh, The previous systems, the Commodore um, and the ColecoVision, which will be on the show eventually, too, because I have one of those. They thought that was going to be it. But when Nintendo came out, it completely changed the market. And uh, it was the first system to kind of keep in the canon of Nintendo as well, too, because those characters uh, I mentioned, like the Ice Climber game, the Ice Climbers. Are still characters they use to this day. And obviously, the whole world of Mario they still use.
1: Everything that they did in, like, everything that Nintendo is today, for the most part, originated in that era. If it Mm -hmm. wasn't 85, it came out very shortly after the Metroids, the Mario's. And I have
0: some games, too. uh, They're in box. And some of these are thrift finds, and some of these are actually what I originally had at home but they have uh they're in pristine shape they're in box as well which is a hell of a fine street fighter 2010 the final fight which is a rarer game battle toads which was a sick ass game um, battle toads even had a like an arcade version that i remember so i'll pass those over to you so you could check those out but just a heck of a haul this week
1: oh i don't think i'm familiar with a. Uh... Gyrus? Gyrus?
0: Gyrus was crazy. That was above my head when I was little. That was too above my 300 head.
1: 300 people, billion. 300 billion people are counting on you, so don't choke. Uh,
0: a famous one,
1: The Simpsons.
0: Bart versus the Space Mutants. Oh,
1: it was a really difficult game to figure out exactly what you had to do with everything that you had collected along the way. It was like uh, Boy and His Blob. Uh, it was mm-hmm. impossible to figure out what the hell you were supposed to do. It was just a game you played as a little kid because none of us read the manuals.
0: No, of course not. And we, a, we, most of us lost them, the manuals. I didn't, but like most of us did. So we would just try to figure it out with the two buttons.
1: Yeah. And a lot of the time you had to read the actual manual to figure out exactly what you were doing.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh. And, uh,
1: Steel Cage Challenge with uh, WWF here.
0: WrestleMania Steel Cage Challenge, another game we have in box. Dirty Harry we have in box. We have about what you say, like eight to ten games there, maybe more. Wild um, that they made a
1: Dirty Harry Nintendo game.
0: That's a that's another rare find on the NES is Dirty Harry. But I have Firehawk in my hand, Super Mario Two. So we have yeah about ten to twelve games, maybe more than that. Two whole Nintendo systems and they both work. Um, I'm in the process of getting an older style tube TV, but the problem is when we go thrifting and see the TVs, they're either uh, not in great shape or they're way too big. I just want a TV that I could set on my dining room table or set in front of me and hook the system up to. But all the tube TVs we find are too big or they're too broken. So I don't have one to play these, but these systems both work.
1: They're all the big old 36 ones. You need like the 24 range. That's like the perfect Mm -hmm. Nintendo vision where it doesn't like get stretched. That's like the, the TV we all played on as kids.
0: I never got the Super Nintendo. For whatever reason, I played the Nintendo until it was, like, dead. We skipped the Super Nintendo, and then the next system I got after that was Sega, the Sega Genesis. So I was a big Mario boy, and then I was a Sonic boy after that.
1: Yeah, see, we had Nintendo, and then got the Super Nintendo, and then Genesis, Mm -hmm. and then I went the PlayStation route. I never got another Nintendo after the super nintendo i just went into the playstation route had the xbox and those i had a dreamcast
0: oh yeah Yeah. oh that's of all the systems now i i'm bar currently borrowing a playstation 4 so i can't say that i own one but um i have i believe every game console not including this this direct generation, except for the Sega Dreamcast. I think I have everyone else because I have a PlayStation One, Two, Three, Nintendo 64. Um, yeah, GameCube. I have. I do not have a Sega. I do not have a Sega Dreamcast, and I, that's that's a one I'm looking for still. I
1: do believe I might have my Sega Dreamcast somewhere because I've refused to part with it as many moves as I've made over the years. I've mm-hmm. refused. I've it, it's one thing I'm very sentimentally attached to. I haven't played it in a very long time, but boy did I hold play on the hell it. Hold on to it. It's, a, it's worth it. It's worth
0: a pretty penny as well. So,
1: it's college tuition for my kid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, hold on to that until they, yeah, until they need it. So, that was our Nintendo's. We have two whole Nintendo's. If you're looking to buy one Nintendo, I know a certain podcast and it's us that's looking to sell one. I'm keeping the other one. You could take a look at the games.
1: This is a good a good time to check out what we're selling on the Instagram because this episode features a few items that'll be on there.
0: Oh yeah, and uh, you picked up something today that you're gonna you're gonna throw on there as well too. At Thrifty Podcast on Instagram, the Thrifty Gift Shop, and you have uh, 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 that you had me guess how old it was, and I was off by like thirty five freaking years, if not more. Um, Josh, why don't you talk about the, the cool ass fan that you got? We've got a big, uh, it's a thick boy. It's Mm -hmm. a, it's a steel
1: Westinghouse, like floor fan, kind of like in a barrel. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a, it's smaller. But boy, it really pushes a lot of air. It's
0: it's pretty heavy. It's like uh like a aqua, almost like a in between between aqua it's and the gray. teal.
1: Yeah, they call it the teal model as the, the official paint color for So the, it's not it's, aqua and gray, it's teal. It's teal. It's a it's an R ten twenty. I was able to find the model on it, mm-hmm. and it's from the mid fifties. So mid fifties. It's still in perfect shape. It works really nice. The cord is actually the same kind of teal that the fan and the steel are as well. And then it has
0: chrome legs. See, I was worried about this because when we were looking through the Goodwill Outlet bins, I had originally saw it and I passed on it because um, there's some, not a lot of dust, but there was dust inside. And I was just skeptical that when you plug it in and turned it on, if it would smell like smoke or if it smelled like trash. You mentioned you wanted to take an extra look at it. You brought it over, plugged it in, and I'll tell you what, it's like the cool. It's like the coolest fan.
1: I walked by it a few times, and every time I walked by it, I looked at it, and that's a good sign when mm-hmm. you're doing what we do. Like if it keeps catching your eye, and it's still, the, and you gotta be like, you know, it. It's heavy, but mm-hmm. they cap out at a certain amount, which is really courteous of Goodwill, and so they didn't even make us weigh the two heavy items that we bought this week.
0: Yeah. Um. It used to be at the outlets. Anything with a cord was a dollar, and that's still in the time frame of the podcast because older episodes, if you listen, we talk about getting stuff with a cord. Anything with a cord was a buck. Now what they do is basically anything with a cord, you do have to weigh, but if it's at a max capacity weight, and I'm not sure, I think they said four pounds. I don't remember there's a max capacity weight, and everything that that breaches this weight is $4.99.
1: Yeah, it's I think it's a dollar a pound, uh, or five dollars okay. uh, as a cap. So five five pounds is the cap really, and it's more than 5 pounds but it mm. works well and
0: they just cap it at that so it's 4.99
1: yeah and we had to take it like mm-hmm. you know you can't pass it up that many times and somebody else would have gotten it eventually
0: and you did some research they go for a pretty penny
1: they do and so that's why i want to put it out there on the thrifty shop you know mm-hmm. i want to give it out to the community you do not have to offer what it is worth just make it reasonable and it'll be taken into consideration and uh, you don't have to pay shipping and handling if you're local, but if otherwise you're local.
0: We're, we're if not, we're gonna have to have a big freaking box, of <laughs> <it. But laughs> I'll will. do it. I've been doing it. i will ship it out to you. Personally. I thought
1: you meant you would just carry it. You're yeah, like, I'll, I'll do it. I'll, I'll, Colorado, I'll deliver it. Colorado, I'll take it there. Why not? I'll, I'll Reno. Thrifty road trip. We'll film it along the way.
0: Overseas, we've had people. Uh, we've had a few people write in before overseas. I'll, I'll swim across with the giant. Exo- if you see Toddy with a giant exhaust fan. That's 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 it. You can probably just
1: put it on your back and power yourself across the water.
0: To be honest, right. And and the other item that we got that was extremely heavy today, so it had to be capped out at four ninety nine as well, um, was a very old. And Josh found this, and I, and I and I uh, he offered it to me. Was a very old VHS player, a very old almost. It's not quite a VCR, but it is a VCR. It was made by J C Penny. It was a JCPenney VCR. The model number is 686-5030. I feel like I'm doing like a raffle. 686-5030 <laughs> see. you I, have it.
1: I thought the model number was going to be like two. <laughs> no. It's
0: got some age to it. It looks great. And you put the, v- the uh, VHS player portion of it is on the top of it. It's not on the front of it. So it's on the very top of it. And you open up the little door, put the tape inside – I did plug it in, it does work, and it even came with a, an old dust jacket, and that's what you originally saw was the dust jacket, and you're like, what's this? Yeah, because
1: I saw something covered up, and we're always inclined, because it was dusty on the top. The dust jacket did its job, but it was covered in filth.
0: And it kind of still is. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's it's not covered in filth, but it's still got some filth on it.
0: The dust jacket is, and for whatever reason, I have no idea why, but you'll see it um again if you like Thrifty Podcast on Facebook. We do post thrift haul videos and you could see that thrift haul video now. I never took the dust off of it in the store until I left. I left the dust on it. I carried and I'm wearing a black t shirt. I carried it around with dust on it. I never thought to wipe it off until I got outside. That's the thing about
1: you though. You you didn't want to give them back their own dust. You're like, I can take this dust outside. I so can take it dust. I'm it, going out eventually. It's
0: gonna cap at four ninety nine, dust or no dust. Yeah. But the, uh, the VCR itself, the VHS player itself, is in pristine condition. Um, I'm not sure what I'm going to do with it. There's a great chance that I'm just going to straight up keep it because it is old, it is vintage. When I was looking up the model number, I couldn't even find it listed anywhere. And that's either a very good sign saying that it's rare or it's not because there's a lot of them. But I'm thinking the, the shape that it's in, um, especially with the dust jacket. Now that I kind of cleaned the dust jacket off, um, it'd be a great centerpiece for this living room. As everybody knows who listens to the show, I have a uh, a huge VHS collection. So I'm going to love it, but I don't know, maybe make an offer. Who knows? Who knows?
1: It's, it's really nice. The dust jacket goes with any decor too because it's mm-hmm. vintage 80s brown.
0: See, when you showed me the dust jacket, when you were uh, – pushing away the other stuff in the outlet bin at, at Goodwill. I originally thought, and I was going to get it anyway, but I originally thought that it was like a turntable. Like, I thought it was a record player, and then that was like the case on top. Turns out it was more up my alley than that.
1: Yeah, see, I knew it was a VCR, but its its face was away from me. I was just looking at the back of it, and so I just said, hey, do you want the dust jacket, as I was pulling it off like as a joke, because I didn't know... The front of it, the cool styling, and it's a J.C. Penny model, which is very rare. J.C.
0: Penny model, and I was hitting all the buttons. All the buttons work, everything like that. But obviously, uh, a lot of times, like even with the original Nintendo that I got, there was a game left inside of it. A lot of the times, you find game systems, and whoever donates it. Uh, they leave the game inside of it. But with this, you could clearly see there's no tape in it because, again, the the door to put the VHS in is on the top of it. So it's sick as hell. And I'm guessing it's it has to be from the early 80s. It's got it be to be because
1: it's the top load, which is why it has the dust jacket because you can't have – right. why would you have a top load? You can just slide it in the front. It's the exact same mechanism. It's just you have a convenient hatch on the top of it.
0: Mm-hmm. And so that was that, and as I mentioned with my VHS collection, I got a weirder tape that I just want to quickly go across today. It's a dubbed VHS tape, and I know a lot of VHS fans uh, take chances on dubbed tapes, and I'd love to, but I have a lot of cool tapes, and I just pass up on dubbed tapes um, usually. But this one was extremely interesting because on the front of it, it's written, and you'll see it in the Thrift Hall video too, it says WrestleMania 7, and then under it, it just says Darkman. So WrestleMania 7 and Darkman on one VHS tape. On the spine, same thing, WrestleMania Darkman. And then on the top of it, WWF 1991. I was going to say, that's the maybe one of the best Saturday
1: nights you can have mm-hmm. with yourself or with friends if they're into Darkman and Liam, Liam Neeson, Neeson. Yeah. And it's a great, uh, you know, origin superhero story after WrestleMania 7.
0: And what uh, what is on it that's, I'm just noticing it now, there's a black rectangle on the spine of it that you'll see that something scratched out. What they taped over was Easy Rider and Enter the Dragon. That's taped over for this, unfortunately. I mean, tastes evolve. I mean, that's what you move on to after Easy Rider and Enter the Dragon. You're like... Darkman, WrestleMania. It's the
1: 90s, so it's WrestleMania and Darkman.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And on the back even, this was uh, some TLC in with this. It even says that it was recorded on March 24th. So it even has that. But WrestleMania 7, for wrestling fans you will remember that, is the WrestleMania that racist Hulk Hogan beat Sgt. Slaughter in the main event. And also on that show i believe was um i did yes that's right uh ultimate warrior over randy savage was that in uh, randy savage was with queen sherry that year i believe
1: that was really big for me because that was also my brother's 10th birthday really so yeah i got to see wrestlemania that on his
0: 10th birthday on
1: his 10th birthday i got to see wrestlemania and like Man, I was a warrior kid Because I was yeah. seven And yeah. like That's You know It was made for Shaking seven Shaking the ropes like, Shaking oh, the rope. I have seizures And I'm really angry need like, That big dick energy Yeah, I was just like Alright, that's who I want to be mm-hmm. uh, I, I grew up to find out No um, no,
0: that's not who all we yeah, ever wanted to be. A but yeah, that was a great we
1: kid. as a memory, a great WrestleMania. Looking back in retrospect, some shitty people won over,
0: but Sure. And speaking about shitty people, uh, The Rockers were on that show against really cool people, King Haku and the Barbarian were on that show. The Rockers, who we were Marty Jannetty and a very legendary wrestler uh, the Heartbreak Kid later on, he was known as Shawn Michaels. Yeah, known lazy eye advocate Shawn Michaels. Sean <laughs> Hickenbottom himself. That's his real name.
1: Yeah, him and I was really, really big into King Haku and the Barbarian. Oh, Barbar- yeah. Because they were managed by Bobby the Brain Heenan. Uh, and Legend.
0: Just, yeah, really, nobody could talk better than the Brain. No. And so, um, and the Barbarian and Haku were just two badasses that they hold the test of time as just two people you didn't want to mess with. But they just seem generally nice in real life, though. Um, and Haku, later on, I mean, he got work even. He still gets work sometimes. They've been, I mean, I
1: saw a show not all that long ago that Barbarian was around. They've oh, done really? stuff in, like, the last few years, yeah. Oh,
0: that's cool. They're I didn't still know. big, scary guys when they want to be. Big, scary guys. Um, and speaking about big, scary guys, again, Josh had the hot hand, but he did give me this this is something that we got at the thrift store today as a part of our thrift haul and this is actually the second one that i own the first one of this i could see it right now the first one of of this guy in my hand that i'm about to speak about is in my sister's house in the basement by the cat litter and it's on the shelf above the cat litter in box you know right where
1: it is and i found this because the one we went to today because it's a pop-up, doesn't have a lot of regulars. Mm -hmm. Um, And when they brought out the new bins, nobody went to the one immediately. And so I was next to it, and I just shifted right
0: over. and And we got this. Big Boy was right on top. And what we're looking at, it's 16 inches tall. It's Play School's Big Frank. And it's Frankenstein's Monster. And you could open up his chest. It's from 1992... And when you open up his chest, there's a bunch of gears. I'll spin the gears for you. And he talks as there's well when bells you, and whistles. you flip his levers. Well, me. Me. Oh, this is actually fun. That's I just me in bed that. groaning, Yo, fix me. <laughs>
1: Yeah, dude. So you know what it's going to sound like when Toddie drops the mixtape later yeah, this yeah,
0: year? Yeah, yeah, uh, th- It's not the brr, 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 but it's a oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> He's uh, got, uh, uh, if, you t-
1: if you turn the, the the little the knob with his little broken bone and his fixed bone, and, his, mm-hmm. and then he says thanks.
0: Oh, where does he say thanks at? If
1: you have to fix him. You have to turn his actual knob and fix him.
0: Okay, so you turn this that way?
1: This is why you're bad at relationships. He's clearly telling you what to do.
0: And I just can't do it. So here. Turn it. Turn it.
1: Turn that knob there, so you see he's got the healthy green bone now. Now if I hit it, he's fine. And now if I hit it, he's fine? Yeah.
0: Thank you. Wow. And that's why I'm bad at relationships. See? It takes it ba- takes two to make it work. <laughs> yeah, it takes two to make it work. I've learned something today. But um, Big Frank is as I mentioned, he's sixteen inches tall. Um, He's wearing a giant uh, bright orange suit.
1: (laughs) He's got a prison outfit on.
0: He's wearing a bright orange suit, and, of course, he is green. He's lime green, and when he says thank you, his eyes glow red, and he is legitimately a murder weapon. If you ever hit somebody with Big Frank, they would not be fixed, and they would not say thank you. He
1: is really heavy, and he's even missing his brain. He's complete aside from his brain had fallen out and— You could not find a brain
0: in those bins. Those bins are stacked so high. And so what I'm going to do is, since I own one of these already, I'm going to get the one that I have in box, take it out of box, and then have like a a, a tag team Frankenstein monster. So two big Franks will be a part of the next live show at the Black Cat. I'm going to have both Franks out. Bring in all the Franks. Oh, that one—he was just eating. Yeah, he was—he was bubbling up. Yeah, so uh, we did fix him today, but uh, yeah, and then you got some like vintage. Uh, we got some vintage hats. We got some odds and ends stuff like that. Yeah, I found uh, the most
1: egregious uh, officially licensed baseball hat I've ever seen. Oh hell yeah! It's a it's a Pittsburgh Pirate hat, but it's styled as like a cop, like a state trooper emblem like a
0: jerk ass cop hat yeah it has like yeah so
1: i bought it i was like fuck cops i'm gonna buy this hat Uh uh-huh uh and yeah it's got so like a, a square pirate logo on the panel and then it has wings on the actual brim of it. Mm-hmm. And I've never seen... Very
0: almost military vet style. And almost. yeah, it's
1: like gold leafs that like yeah. come off on the brim. Yeah, like a Navy captain baseball hat.
0: But it's officially licensed. So that's why it's so ridiculous because it's, 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 it's a real thing. It's not somebody made this and pawned it off. It's like officially licensed... From the Pittsburgh Pirates in Major Major League Baseball. It
1: is. It's a fitted new era hat. I haven't tried it on because one, I just found it. Two, I don't know what size fitted hat I wear because everything I three. You're
0: having a good hair day.
1: It is a good hair day, so I don't want to fuck around. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't fuck with it. Yeah, I've got three reasons not to, so I'll, I'll wash it and try it at another
0: time. I wouldn't fuck with it. So that was our thrift haul for today. We have two. Count them two vintage NESs, Nintendo systems from 1985. We have uh, a VCR VHS player from what we believe is the early 80s. Uh, we have a Westinghouse uh, giant fan that blows extremely cold air that I could feel from across the room. It blew uh, a door like almost shut. It blew shut. a door shut, and it's kind of quiet too. It is
1: really quiet. It and doesn't.
0: It doesn't have a. It has a nice, uh, complete roar to it, but not annoying. It roar. looks like
1: a tiny little beautiful jet engine. I love it.
0: That's what it does look like. I was trying to find the words. It looks like a beautiful jet engine, and that's from like the '50s. So we have some games. We got a hat. We got Big Frank. So that was our thrift haul, and when we come back, we have another version that pits Josh against me for thrifty, thrivia, trivia, but I'll tell you this, we've got to work together because there's somebody in our podcast community that I've heard talk some shit on last week's episode.
1: Oh, I mean, I talked shit on myself about last week. I mean, we don't need other people to pile on. <laughs> yeah, <but. laughs>
0: we don't need the DMs lighting up. Either. I
1: Appreciate it. Heads up.
0: But when we come back, it's Thrifty, trivia Trivia with Josh and I. Stick around. I'm Sarah. And I'm Amanda. And we host Ghoul on Ghoul, a supernatural sex-positive horror comedy podcast that features first-person encounters with a paranormal. Do you get horny for Bigfoot? Do you think the Mothman statue in Point Pleasant, West Virginia has a tight butt? oh does he it really <laughs> does google it <laughs> google anyway it. so if you are horny for ghosts ghouls vampires UFOs all things spooky and creepy you should probably listen to Ghoul on Ghoul you can listen on Libsyn Stitcher or Apple Podcasts if you want to know what we're all about you can find us on social media Twitter and Instagram at Ghoul at School Pod we're also on Facebook so if you want us to scare your pants off take a listen to Ghoul on ghoul.
1: Goodbye.
0: The second week in a row with this same bit. Okay, that was a a bumper that I just put in. Welcome to the second half of the show. Josh, are you ready for some trivia right now?
1: Yes, I like that the persona you bring out to play trivia is a scat man.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's like kind of a bad scat man type of guy coming up here. I just want to pump myself up. So those fake trumpets and singing that I do in one voice... Um, that's for me. i uh, yeah. admit
1: I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but Todd just ska dances and scats
0: during yeah. the break. Yeah, and I have a big suit with like an overlarge like tie, so that's what I do between breaks. If you're ever curious, but coming up here, uh, we have another edition of Thrifty Trivia Trivia. Check one, two. Thrifty Trivia Trivia. For new listeners to Thrifty Podcast, what we do, this segment pits Josh against me, and we ask each other multiple choice questions based on today's thrift haul. So I will be leading the charge here. I'll do the first question right off the bat. And I'm going to be asking you questions about Nintendo because we have that Nintendo Mm haul. So you have four choices, A, B, C, and D, which is none of the above.
1: Always none of the above.
0: Always none of the above. So the first question that I have for you, Josh, about Nintendo and folks listening at home, at work, in your car, on public transit, wherever you are, play along and see if you could get these right. Now, the people who were talking shit were our friends in the Neon Brainiacs. Uh, ben Deedles, Greg Harrington. They've been on this show and answered. They have never had a wrong answer, so they are undefeated on this show. Last week's episode, if you listened, we didn't get any questions right. Not one. No, this Nobody. is going to
1: culminate in a Steel Cage showdown match where the Comeback Kids... Who are hopefully you and I, so, after we come back this I kn- week, I take know, on the Brainiacs.
0: I know this segment pits uh, us against one another, but let's work together to see if we could get one right this week. So, first question. When the Nintendo Entertainment System was released nationwide in 1986, it had 17 original launch titles. And I mentioned a few earlier in the episode, but I'm not using any of those. Which of these was not one of those titles?
1: I love the was not.
0: Yes. So 1986, Nintendo widely released, and 17 titles came with it. Which of these was not one of them? A, basketball. B, tennis. C, soccer. D, none of the above. A, basketball. B, tennis. C, soccer. D, None of these, which was not a part of the original 17 titles. Talk it out for me. Talk it it out. I want to hear your thoughts.
1: Really, really tricky going that route because you could have picked legitimate games. Could have. But you just picked generic sports games. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm trying to remember back onto my childhood playing Mm -hmm. a basketball game that was just titled Basketball. Mm -hmm. And I don't. Uh, I remember playing um, basketball games You know, along the way. Double Dribble was my favorite basketball game. NBA uh,
0: Jam for Sega. Still love. That's in probably my top five. or t- uh, Yeah, I'd say top five games of all time. I still slay at that, too. I still yeah. slay at it.
1: Bill Lambeer's Combat Basketball. I think I've dropped this before. One of my favorite games of yep. all time. Favorite basketball player of all time. Uh, so I don't think it's basketball. Um, Which is or, not. Well, well I, I don't think basketball was one. I'll say that. I don't remember basketball being one. Tennis. Do you remember tennis or soccer? Or is it none of these possibly? Can- tennis could have possibly been there. But like as a one player, I don't know how you would do the two player because you'd be way in the back. And I don't remember mm. tennis mm. on the Nintendo either. And C was soccer. Soccer. And I don't remember a soccer game until, like, later. There was a really great Tecmo soccer game. I remember Uh, Tecmo soccer. Yeah, that was really good. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think you might be trying to get me back for last week. And so I'm going to go Dark Horse. Because I don't have any that stand out to me Mm -hmm. as remembering even playing them at
0: all, I'm going to go with D, none of the above. None of the above. D from Josh. The correct answer for Josh and everybody playing at home is a basketball. Oh. A basketball. And you had it. Immediately you were like, I don't remember basketball. And I was like, he's on to something. Here. I think I
1: just ran with that and I was like, I don't remember basketball, so I'm gonna tie into not remembering but I genuinely don't remember playing a soccer game mm-hmm. or a tennis game. Tennis, I
0: think I remember a cover of a tennis game but I don't have a memory of playing it. Playing it. So that's O for one so far. Hit me with your first question for Thrifty, thrivia, Trivia, Trivia. O for one so far. All right. So the one of the first things
1: we talked about from my haul was the Westinghouse fan. And mm-hmm. Westinghouse has made a lot of things. He was a an inventor, had companies, kind of an asshole. Kind of an asshole. So we're gonna talk about the last part, and we're just gonna talk about how
0: did George Westinghouse die? How did George Westinghouse die? Multiple choice. Holy cow. How am I? Okay. Okay. So, okay. So, the funny part about this is clearly he died one way. And two of these ways we talked about earlier in the episode, we were talking about death to open this up. I had no idea this was going to be the question. So, two of these are fantasized deaths. Of George.
1: It could be three of them that are fantasized because it could be D, none of the above. Okay,
0: so let's hear your death ways. How did George Westinghouse die? All right.
1: So was it A, heart disease, Mm. B, pneumonia, Mm. C, an accidental death, or D, none of the above?
0: Heart disease, pneumonia, accidentally, none of these. George Westinghouse, how did he die? I'm trying to think about when he died. When he died. And if I kind of, if I'm thinking he died when I think, I don't want to say when I think he died because I don't want to be vastly wrong and I don't want to be corrected because I feel like that'd be unfair. But I'm going to base this answer on when I think he died. Oh. And there's one, there's one. There's not a junior senior bit, huh? No, this is this is the, the this is yeah. That's not.
1: It's not a curveball. It's the. I yes. think he was junior technically. But it, he was he's, the only
0: one that. People uh, yeah, know. I mean,
1: yeah. If he's the famous one, he's just George Westinghouse.
0: Okay. A heart disease. B pneumonia. C accidental. D none of the above. I'm going to go with. I don't think it was pneumonia. I'll say that. I think it's too late to be pneumonia, though some folks still die of pneumonia. But I don't think it's pneumonia. I don't think it's accidentally either. So I'm I'm stuck between A, heart disease, and D, none of the above. But I'm going to go with A, heart disease. Final answer. That's how George Westinghouse died. I
1: really thought pneumonia might get you, but you are correct. Yes! Got A, it! heart disease.
0: Got it. Okay, brainiacs. Okay, brainiacs, we're gonna we're uh, coming up here. I have a chance to go perfect today, but Josh, you could also get one. Yes, I Combined, could. Combined, if we I get two, could. I'm fine with it.
1: I'm okay. I would just like to get one eventually maybe, on this game. Maybe the live show. I'll save it for the live show and just so people clap for me.
0: <laughs> yeah. So the underdog story. This is a <laughs> yeah. this is the first chapter of the underdog. story. I am story. the Rudy of Thrifty Trivia. <laughs> See you on the 17th for it. <laughs> I don't deserve to start. <laughs> okay. Your second Nintendo question. Your second one. In November of 2016, Nintendo launched a miniature replica of the NES with 30 games permanently built into the system itself in its vintage library. Which game can you find on the NES Mini? All right, so
1: which one of these three... Or, or none of the above. none of these are on it.
0: Yes. Which one of these three or none of these are on the, the 2016 release of the mini NES? A, Castlevania. B, Earthbound Beginnings. C, Battletoads, which we have in box today that we talked about earlier in the show. Or D, none of the above. A, Castlevania. B, Earthbound Beginnings. C, Battletoads. D, none of the above. Which game could you find on the NES Mini that is, was released in 2016?
1: Is Earthbound Beginnings just Earthbound, the first one? Is that just yeah Earthbound? Okay. The Beginnings. Okay. Um, oh, that's a really popular game to not include. But I don't know that Castlevania was on it. Because that's Capcom, not so much Nintendo, mm-hmm. and I think Castlevania is a big thing to get the license for. Like, mm-hmm. you know, And if you got thirty other games, maybe you got to sparse it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. But Earthbound's a great game, really popular. But I think nostalgia kind of plays into it. Battle Toads, we were all into as kids. I know a lot of people who played Earthbound later, but I think Battle Toads of the era was more popular, so I'm going to go with C.
0: Before you say that, before you say that. Oh, like, uh, oh <laughs> this the, is, is this to save that, me? <laughs> that, no, 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 no. I, I want to make sure. I think I said it right, but just in case I didn't, which game can you find on the mini? Which game's on it?
1: Which game is on it, yes. On it. Okay, yes. okay. Yes, so I don't think Castlevania is on it because I think it would have been hard to get the rights for. Okay. And I don't... of So I'm with Battletoads and Earthbound, which one would I think that would be on it? I'm going to say... I'm going to say Battletoads is on it, uh, just because of how over that game is, mm-hmm. um, and I think, I think that's it. Very popular. It. Yeah, so I'm going to go with Battletoads, and I immediately regret it.
0: So the answer, which game can be found on the 2016 uh, re-release of the NES Mini? The correct answer is... A, Castlevania. God damn it. A, Castlevania. I am horrible at this game. Uh, Earthbound Beginnings, not on it. Battletoads, not on it. And the reason why I picked those games, those were the games that people were complaining, like, how do you not have this on it?
1: Well, I think any three of those omitted is a a mistake, you know? Like, I can, you know, they probably put, like, some some crap pinball game on there or, like, you know, the uh, Dr. Mario is mm-hmm. probably on there. Nobody wants to go back and play and Dr. Mario. And I think Mario. they're
0: actually going to re-release this with more games on it because people are like, well, you can't download games, yada, yada, yada. But yeah. that's on its like purpose. See, I
1: saw that they're doing a whole like Capcom thing for like a little mini console of like Capcom's like Castlevania series. So I thought that's why they were doing that is because it had been omitted from the the mini Nintendo yeah right.
0: And I was just making sure because I I was pretty sure I said it correctly and I did. But I didn't want to fuck up the whole game just in case because I kept saying like because the first question was which was not. And I wanted to make sure I didn't repeat myself. It's always
1: which, which was you and I have good communication which between was. we know when it is and when it isn't. <laughs> yeah. But speaking of what is not. Rudy of Thrifty Podcast
0: yeah. will be zero zero questions. I, I will support.
1: get one at some point in time. And I'm really good at trivia, aside from this particular yeah. trivia. I have won trivia numerous times with groups.
0: All the time. You've beat my ass in plenty of games. Yeah. I've, We've been beating you've been beating my ass for just, a while.
1: Someday, I will make the comeback. Not today, though. But you have the ability to knock out another one
0: here. Okay. Let's see if I could go two for two.
1: So, we're bringing Big Frank Big into Frank. This.
0: Big Frank. Play uh, School's Big Frank in 1992. Yeah,
1: I like to mix it up to keep you on your toes. Okay. So, with Frank, we're going back to the original novel.
0: Okay. And okay. in that,
1: we all know that it's offensive when you call him Frankenstein. For sure. Frankenstein's he is, monster. He is Frankenstein's monster. And in the book... He's never given a name. He's referred to as many things, but which name is not used?
0: Which not?
1: Which name is not? So we did used? the same bullshit. We yeah, I, yeah. I, do, I do.
0: I like to mix. I, I like to put the knot in there. Yeah, it's yeah. not an SAT which, question. Which but, was which he was not referred to ever.
1: Yeah. So these some of these he's was called. Mm-hmm. One of these he may or may not have been called. Or none of the above. Yeah. Okay. So which one, which name is not used to refer to Frankenstein's monster in the original novel? Mm -hmm. A, demon. Mm -hmm. B, ogre. Mm. C, vile insect. D, none of the above.
0: (sighs) Which one of these was not what he was ever referred to?
1: Yeah, one of these he was never
0: referred to or he was referred to as all of them. Oh, yeah, for none. Okay. So A, demon. B, what was B again?
1: B is ogre. Ogre. C, C vile is insect. Vile insect.
0: Or none of the above.
1: Or none of the above.
0: Okay, so A hit me. Hit me hard. But. <laughs> just because I just. I hit demon. A demon. I could see ogre. Vile insect is wild enough that somebody doesn't make up. So I think vile insect was there. I think ogre was there. And again, two questions in a row. I'm stuck between A and also are phony, none of the above. Did you ever read the original novel? Were you ever ever required to? I read a – well, I would say I guess if it's a yes or no question, the answer is no but I have read a version of the original novel in high school. So I think it's the, like, I'm saying it's a re- yeah, like The I, Catholic Frankenstein. The one. Catholic Frankenstein. <laughs> then, no, no, no. march to his castle and I teach went to, him about the word of God. I went to real school in high school. I only went to Catholic school for 10 years. The Catholic version of Frankenstein's monster. No. um. No, in high school, I had to read the original the original novel but i don't you know it it was like that that era's i don't know if it was the you know what i'm saying like it wasn't the original but it was a version of it yeah it's the it. king james frankenstein yeah. um i'm going to go with a i don't believe he uh frankenstein's monster was ever referred to as a demon a final answer
1: I think you might have had the Catholic Frankenstein because he was, in fact, referred to as a demon.
0: Oh. So,
1: it is not a. uh, It is ogre. It was not referred to. Ogre. As ogre. Yeah. No Shrek references in Frankenstein at all. wow.
0: I guess Frankenstein monster does predate Shrek, huh?
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's before the invention of ogres.
0: Oh, boy. So, ogre. You got me because Ogre I was like yeah I get
1: it. I knew you would bite on Ogre. Yeah, I'd he's bite... big and he's green. He's yeah, an ogre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, of course they called him an ogre.
0: So, out of the four questions, we collectively got one correct.
1: That's our success rate in life between yeah. the two of us, 25.
0: 1 out of 4? Yeah. yeah, 25%. Have you noticed that there has been a pattern of Thrifty Trivia trivia of my question so far. So the episode with Ben Deedles was the kickoff of it. Then you were on the next. Now this is the third version of it. There's something the same about all my all the answers. Something's the same about it. That there's a trend. Are you you're writing codes in this now? No, I'm not writing codes, but if any listeners at home were paying attention Every single question, the answer has been A for my questions. Ah. The answer has been A. And I was thinking of keeping it going until somebody pointed it out. And somebody already pointed it out. So it's already over.
1: I've never given that any consideration whatsoever because like – I know sometimes you'll do things to fuck with me, and sometimes I'll do things to fuck with you. Yeah, but I don't know when that's it, built, in. Like know that. it's yeah, built in. I don't. We know that it's built in. I don't know we're gonna do. That. I don't know when it is at any given moment, and it's always innocent. It's never harmful.
0: No, no. And I had planned the questions after I heard a listener had said they had they they noticed that the four questions that I had uh, on the show were all A, and while. Um, we, it was a message into the Facebook and while, um, I was writing the questions, they were also a, so I was like, to that one person, I'm not going to call you out to the one person who said all the answers were a, they're still all a, but that will be done. There's no more all a, or will it, or will it
1: we'll find out next week?
0: Will it? Yeah, for sure. A uh, quick shout out to our sponsor, uh, Commonwealth press, uh, Josh actually got a commonwealth press hat today from the goodwill outlet so take a pick throw that on twitter at them they'll yeah, love
1: it beautiful green hat out thrifting today
0: so commonwealth press uh, cwpress.com they print t-shirts stickers buttons banners anything you'd like cwpress.com promo code thrifty podcast In with thrifty podcast or you could even use promo code thrifty you actually get 12 free shirts with an order of 50 so cwpress.com promo code thrifty podcast also give a shout out to steve barras of bluffs Bluffs bluffs.bandcamp.com the theme to our show for many reasons all of steve's music could be found at bluffs.bandcamp.com and you could buy a new tape of their new album on there as well too is that it for plugs i did black cat I did the thank you for Ghoul on Ghoul. I did those two. I think I'm plugged out.
1: No, I think that's it. Yeah, we'll be at Black Cat
0: next. Mm-hmm. So Our next episode will be recording there. Yeah, come out, hang out for a little bit. And see Rudy, Rudy, uh, Thrifty Podcast Rudy, Josh Last Call Larkin, who could get his first answer right live in front of people and you could pet some cats.
1: Absolutely. Cheer for me if I do it, please. I need the validation. Get roach. Get roached.